0: This is the one with the Mannequin Challenge. An army of Yule Brenners. Alien dummies. A working-class misogyny B-plot. A suitable alternative to visiting Madame Tussauds. As some good
1: old-fashioned tentacle porn. Oh yeah, it's called Spearhead from Space. Here we go. We're embarking on a voyage all through time and all through space. Encouncing Daleks, talent Boot and the Cybertronic race. Sontarans look like taters, and Silurians all have wonky scales. And the Doctor has a TARDIS, we're reviewing all his tales and reviewing all of who there is who back when subscribe and read or night news please episode by episode we're trudging down this temporal come join us on this odyssey what other choice could there be that
0: who back when
1: who back when. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode C 51 of Who Back When a Doctor Who podcast or Doc Bust. That's right. <laughs> I am Punkin, and joining me today in the Punkin Enterprises studio is Nick. Hey, when did we downgrade from Towers? <laughs> <laughs> what Punkin, Punkin Towers em- Pla-
0: Plaza? We were Plaza punk for a plaza, while. Punk Plaza. And then we were Towers in my brain. This was Punk
1: we- Plaza pre cohabitation. Uh, oh, see. See. <laughs> Today we are taking a look at Spearhead from Space, which is a legendary episode in so many ways And incredibly mistitled <laughs> <laughs> It's the first colour episode, it was entirely shot on film It is the first episode featuring the, the third Doctor, played by uh, Mr Pertwee
0: I like that it was all shot on film
1: It was! What does that mean? It was shot on actual film stock What was the other stuff shot I don't know, whatever TV video thingies, whatever they shot on. I'm full oh, This is my Incredible naivete
0: And or ignorance
1: I can only tell you That this is This came straight from uh, IMDb Slash And or Todiswikia Because it sounded like Other stuff was like Etched on tablets But now we're on film uh, Yes yeah, so, uh, Rolls of wax <laughs> uh, Yeah Cool okay Which is the reason That it looks a little bit different And also uh, Why it is the only one Of that era To arrive on Blu-ray And to you know Be enhanced. It in that It is super sense. cinematic yeah. Did you like this one? I did I did I really really did Yeah? I really really Really, really did. Because you saw this quite recently. I saw yeah. this several weeks ago. And since then, I feel like I've done nothing but WhatsApp propaganda your way. Like, oh my <laughs> God, you've got to check this out. It's this amazing. Yeah, maybe, but you're like, going to splooge.
0: I mean, I'm sure if, if uh, Podcast Land goes back and listens and looks at our various stats, I'm more of a contrarian. So actually, you probably pushed me the other way in into hypercritical mode. But actually, this was pretty badass.
1: All right. Shall we jump into Bite Size Chunk of Who? Time for us to synthesize, clarify, and summarize. So take a view and grab a brew and, and a hand listen hand to hand this overview. This free for all we like to call copy- a chunk of blue. By chunk of who?
0: There's a new dock in town, and he's staying for a while. And coincidentally, just as Pertwee's second doctor arrives on Earth, so does a shower of quaffles.
1: Also, there are Autons, and apparently Madame de Swords relies on an industrial plastic puppet maker. Biscow, over. over, you, you are, are welcome. welcome. Yes, you are. Okie yeah. dokie, do you want to start us off? You look like a man on a mission.
0: Well, let's just start with the title. Spearhead I, from I space. wish it's like waiting at some point. Like, at some point, there will be like multiple spearheads not just this one fleeting two second yeah. like you know reference in the first bit of the first episode why are some of them so blindingly obvious that they ruin the fucking serial like tomb of the cybermen and why are them so obfuscated that you couldn't if i was just like
1: oh yeah spirit uh spearhead from space to to a friend it's alliterative it has a great harmony? T- no, it's lovely. I, I, I think it's, I think it's a great title. Also, could you maybe, at a stretch, say that the doctor is the spearhead from space? He's from space. He's spearheading a whole new era of, of unit investigations. No, you cannot. I, I just did. <laughs> <laughs> the better title was apparently
0: the working title for this was facsimile, yeah. which makes so much more sense. Perfect sense, and yeah. is much nicer to say. Yeah. Anyway, that annoyance aside, let's jump in with the. Appearance of uh, poetry. Let's just get that out of the way.
1: The appearance, as in he, the TARDIS materializes and he just flops, flops out, out of it like a flaccid penis. Into Epping. <laughs> yes, Epping Forest. Yeah, it's fine. Perfectly happy with that. We have a similar scenario echoed in New Who with Tenants in exa- The Christmas Invasion. That's
0: exactly what I was going to say. Super duper
1: similar. And much better, um, I think.
0: What, it's better with Tenants? It's better with poetry. Oh, I see. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, much better, God, it was. Yes. It wasn't that anything hinged on him waking up. It's just that this is part of the process, and that was kind of cool. And him uh,
1: recognizing Lethbridge Stewart was that was a wonderful it was scene. So good. It, I mean, you could see it coming a mile away. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. Absolutely. But still, it's one of those things that you want to see on screen, even if it's oh great, I know what the punchline is, but I want someone to tell that joke anyway. But I really like the lead up, the doctors and the the you know. Did you enjoy the angry. yeah? Did, did you enjoy the whole bit where the doctors just soloing away in the in the hospital? Yeah, I, I loved I that. Really loved that because that's that that's, he has that a shower, so he sings, he's like he's hiding stuff under his pillow, he's looking for his ring. Great stuff. I loved the the
0: like I said the the physicians being baffled. And giving us the first iteration of the two
1: heart. Yeah, we've got the two uh, hearts. We also have by the way, they took a blood sample. There's a hospital in Epping that has Gallifreyan blood Shit I didn't even think of that Like What What are we gonna do with that? Wrap your brain around that For a second We
0: would do something stupid
1: Like put it in a sheep Like that would be <laughs> Our fucking thing <laughs> I feel like That's another one of those Items Like we had Hartnell's tooth In the wild west We have Pertwee's blood In Whatever You know 1970s epping Or late 60s Early 70s yeah. And um, We get Tenant's hand For a little bit We have yeah. Tenant's hand And Tenant's hand Actually turns out To be important Exactly but sure, he gets it back But there's a huge chunk of time when he doesn't have his hand, right? So at Love some it. point we could write something Or we could maybe see a, a future episode of Doctor Who Where, and by the way, Drew and I were thinking about this With the, the whole audiobook thing Spoiler alert Like, why does no one go back and, and grab that vial of blood from Epping? You know, the master he should have like you know like one of those metal detectors you, you see in cartoons, people are walking around on the beach looking for treasure. Yeah. Why isn't the master equipped with a tooth detector walking around, you know, the <laughs>
0: Why doesn't someone go back and make like calaframe blood pudding? That's exactly what I'm
1: getting at. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to this book. Okay, can I say something else about this episode? Mm-hmm. For several episodes of Who Back When, several reviews now I've been saying, I remember Speared from Space And I'm really looking forward to reviewing it Do you, do you remember it? It turns out I was thinking of a different episode <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was one scene in particular where I was just like Oh man, I can't believe it It's a, it's going to be a cliffhanger scene I'm so looking forward to that cliffhanger Oh, I guess it wasn't at the end of episode one No, oh, I guess it wasn't at the end of episode two or oh, three What, they can't end the show? Fuck, it wasn't the serial So yeah, it's a... Do- you even know which one it was. Yeah, and it's the okay. So before let's let's turn this into a circular reference kind of thing. Before you press record, you were telling me this is the episode with Yul Brynner because in this your mind the, the Auton looks like Yul Brynner. I took that to mean oh, because Yul Brynner was in Westworld playing an android, the and movie. yeah, Westworld the movie, and he uh, there's that scene where his face opens and you see the robot inside, so to speak, you, you know his innards. You were thinking of <laughs> Yul Brynner and The King and I, <laughs> a very different iteration of your Yul Brynner, but the the scene that I thought that I remembered from Spirit from Space Is exactly like Yul Brynner In Westworlds, because there's a cliffhanger with In some Auton Serial, where you think That you've been interacting with a human up until now But then he falls down, or she maybe Falls down a little hill, and then there's an Explosion, and the face pops off, and you realise Fuck, there's an android there oh. exactly. So we're
0: gonna, at some point, you're nostalgic Spoiler movie. for the future Yeah, yeah.
1: we'll we'll kick in and i thought that was this was it no instead we got john pertwee showering i super hope this exists otherwise you've just been making shit up for yourself for like (laughs) 20 years it's very possible i reckon it's probably a oh maybe it's a tom baker episode oh i don't know someone in someone in podcast land will know this someone yeah S Gamer, i'm looking at you (laughs) okay let's carry on
0: okay units (laughs) units units a unit of front and center yeah. They're the apparatus, the infrastructure, they're the driving force here. Yeah. How do we feel about this
1: as a device? I love it. And this is what we're going to get. Uh, yeah, as a this framing is, for the series. you know, most feel? of Pertwee, or at the very least the start of Pertwee. While he's landlocked, he does nothing but, you know, coll- collaborate with UNIT. So I feel like colour television was lost on UNIT. Just, Just all khaki.
0: All khaki on khaki. Let's uh, let's get khaki suits. Why? We've got khaki combat uniforms. No, no, let's
1: get a khaki tie. There's no real need for this. Uh, Did you also feel like maybe they just... Either they weren't used to working with colour, or they weren't used to working with whatever film stock they were using. I, can't, I, I don't know the technicalities. But that something drastic had changed in the way that the show was being produced. That the first episode and a half looked a little naff. Like it was just... Oddly framed at oh, times. No, no.
0: See, this reminds me of
1: movie seventies movies. British, but it looked British great after movies. after that. It looked fantastic. It was just like the beginning. The first episode in particular it was just like, oh, wow. No, oh no, really? no, wow. I wow. I don't know. They they
0: all felt very, very vaguely comforting to me. Um, <laughs> okay. and the the initial tete tete with uh, Brigadier Leftbridge Hewitt and Dr. Liz Shaw Yeah,
1: uh, Miss Liz Shaw No <laughs> Yeah, this is one of my notes She is no. Miss Shaw She is so very clearly a doctor Or possibly professor I think a doctor She is a doctor But she is constantly referred to as Miss Shaw I'm sure they refer to her as doctor or Maybe it's in some, my, in Maybe my it, head. she's also Dr. Liz Shaw Oh yeah, in mine as well But I swear to God everyone refers to her as Miss Shaw <laughs> Right, well, fuck the seventies. I know, <laughs> Doctor
0: Lishore. That was sumptuous. That tete tete with the, you know, h- him explaining that there have been and um, and the brig. Yeah, 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 and the brig. And what was what was interesting about this, and what interesting about her as a companion as it goes forward, is the really healthy scepticism for a scientist.
1: Yeah. And th- it was her that I was thinking of when you and I had our last conversation about companions, and you were saying, "Well, the I think you said the intellectual peerage." Mm. And you were referring to Zoe. It was Liz that I was thinking of. Yes, that definitely happens again, and it does. And this, she's this, better it, than Zoe in that. Oh, in so many ways. If that's, if if ways, that's the right. like idea that,
0: like I said, intellectual peerage, skepticism, all those things. Sort of, because actually, ever, up up till now, what we've had is these naive companions that need to be taught, um, you know, and and. In that sort of way Yeah But she actually doesn't give a shit <laughs> Like She needs <laughs> she needs proof On every she level She doesn't
1: even want this job I know I mean it's it, it, I, I guess she kinda wants the job The second she realises Oh it turns out There's life Elsewhere Yeah yeah I'm definitely in for this You know but, It's Will Smith In Men in Black Are you gonna take the job Or are you gonna be You know Elsewhere I
0: really like That she's just like I need proof And it's like Well this happened And here's, a, here's one fun thing And it doesn't explode How much She's like yeah. Okay I'm gonna need cool. Further proof Yeah Peer review please <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright okay Here are some aliens But that doesn't corroborate The fact that you had Earlier aliens yeah. They're
1: different aliens Yeah exactly uh, <laughs> She doesn't buy into The whole Doctor mythos The second the Brigadier You know Shares it with her yeah. No it's fantastic I love it I, uh, She's really really good At times she's a bit Too snarky for my taste I will say that I have one mental note though okay
0: as an incredibly um, smart scientist and all those sort of things yeah she gets very tired at five in the morning when she when the doc is making his incredibly crude EMP or whatever the fuck it is (laughs) and she goes oh it's five the whole world must be asleep it's like that's not how five AM works you dick (laughs)
1: Who wrote that line? Not a scientist. Well, clearly. Yeah. Who. Or in anything. <laughs> or yes. anyone who yeah, knows yeah. exactly. <laughs> Someone anyone who knows a, a flat flat earth. earth. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Let's have a chat about the autons and how they are being made. Because there are a few things that <laughs> maybe th- strike me as a little odd. Okay. Is this just a series of coincidences? So we have, first of all, the aforementioned spearhead, which is a bunch of space gonads. They land in the forest. Yes. And they are bits of nesting energy. Consciousness, I'm going to assume. Is it? But it, no, no, the nesting consciousness needs these. One of them is like the control something. They're yeah, bits of intelligence or bi- bits of it. They're
0: bits of consciousness, I think. Right. right? Because they do say that in here is a thing that can think and then they're like oh but it's not physical so it's not sentient it's like that's not what that fucking means no exactly um, and, yeah and uh the- where's that healthy skepticism you were just talking yeah, yeah, about well <laughs> she's unraveling isn't she <laughs> already <laughs> i like distil um that might have been the doctor but i so i
1: think there is bits of nesting consciousness okay but do whether- we not also have nesting because all right, so if we look at how Autons are portrayed in New Who and how they were portrayed in, uh, we did at least one audiobook with Autons as well. I can't remember what it was called now. Brand New Town? Can't remember. <laughs> whatever. The. Uh... <laughs> brand New Town. It's probably like Brave New Town. Like All Bra- right, Brand New Town. It's brand New Town. To be ahead in space. Somehow that feels relevant to the plot. It was like a copy of it. Oh, whatever. Uh, Brave New City? I don't know. Whatever. Future Punk. Bing bong, future Punk in here That would be brave new town Obviously, bing bong Thanks for you, me That we have the nesting consciousness As this alien energy That takes on this gloopy gloppy shape And is able to control plastics yeah. And occasionally you will have um, autons That are separated into two I think You have the, the actual just like mannequins That move around They're being controlled by the consciousness And then sometimes you have an auton That has a nesting I can't remember if it was called The nesting spark or something inside it sure. And that gives it individuality That gives it like a personality and possibly, what's his face? Not Hibbert, the other one? No, Hibbert, because Hibbert in the end turns out to be a uh,
0: What is it, the other one?
1: The uh, other one, I think it is uh, The other one is called Channing Tatum Channing Tatum, right So... <laughs> <laughs> He, I guess, is one of those. So, what is in the tank? Because we have, at the end, we have that tentacle porn scene, right? Where there's an alien inside. That alien is a Nestine. Oh, yeah, right? they, they talk about
0: this, I think. I think Channing talks about this where, well, A, he says the facsimiles are much more advanced than the normal autons.
1: Absolutely. I mean, the facsimiles refer to the, the mannequins as autons. Yeah, as in something different, like oh, we'll send an auton. But the do you do you want to, actually the real point here is that the Nestine
0: plan of this whole serial is the weakest point. What is the Nestine's well, plan? Well, quite yeah. They have one. The one throwaway line is when we're going to replace when Channing Tatum starts monologuing. Is that and he says? Well, I say monologuing. It's really short. Um, and he says that we've been colonising worlds for a thousand
1: million years. Oh, wait, that's it. That's it Oh, end of, end of monologue End of plot That's not a monologue it's not, exactly it's That's not a, a throwaway line So, as I recall, he says, Channing Tatum, says something like We are in the process of replacing all the world leaders Yeah With dummies, yeah, with plastic facsimiles In order to take over the countries, in order to take over the world Yeah then what? That's it. It's the colonization. Yeah, but then what? But that's the thing. It's such a
0: non-starter. It's like they just didn't care. What they needed to do is set up a platform for Bertwee to be, be be cool, right? Yeah. Which they did. And I was not I, I was sad with that at all. He did a great job. But the nesting
1: consciousness and the autons didn't have much. so that's yeah, what but, might but the killing but i have so sums... many questions here yes. so if the nesting conscious if you're saying the consciousness the intelligence mm. is in the balls uh, <laughs> mm. w- what's the what's the thing in the box is that a brainless mindless unconscious Biological entity Doesn't he say I feel like Channing Tatum Or possibly Hibbert Say Or says Singular or plural I'm not sure That the creature in there Is being created For the consciousness Like we are creating The best possible body Under the circumstances
0: That could be right I
1: don't know But if the consciousness Hasn't even arrived Who's controlling Hibbert and, And Channing? Also clearly you don't need it. What does this do for you? I don't know. My, my note about the thing is, I love the Auton box with the anus in the window. It's like there's a squid doing Kegel exercises in there. <laughs> I, I just love the idea that, what, you know, we're,
0: we're this vast or, or like pooled hive yeah. intelligence. We have the ability to make sort of forms of whatever we feel like that could also do our bidding. Yeah, we totally need some tentacle shit up in here. Oh like, yeah, that's gonna really that's, advance our.
1: Yeah, our f- like, aren't you ultra evolved as a being anyway? Was that the? Was it the the point where the writers went, this isn't sci-fi enough? Or yes, well, we needs we need to show the physicality of the Doctor. He's now gonna wrestle with tentacles. I mean, I was actually pretty cool with it because it seemed. I like loved it. It was like
0: an actual monster. tentacle porn. You know, like Monster of the Week. This was yeah. actually a fucking monster. Yeah of the week.
1: Agreed. I just don't see how
0: it fits in narratively. It doesn't. It, what, in fact, again, that, those were the weakest points, is that I liked the autons, I liked the Nestine consciousness. Oh the you know, the Nestine. But yeah. it just it seemed under it seemed undercooked. Like, as an idea Their plan just seemed super undercooked <laughs> Yeah <laughs>
1: yeah. Lethbridge Stewart Lethbridge Stewart is and remains one of my fate. Uh, also, please can we give him a name? In fact, let's not give him a name Let's apply a name to him That was given him by one of our listeners mm. Chris Zed Chris! The Chris Meister He calls him Bagel Brigadier Alistair Gordon Lethbridge Stewart Bagel or bagels 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 Fucking love that Is that not the best ever? Does Chris said No Doctor Zed? No but oh, Those two should meet They should meet? Yeah and then uh, Behold as time and space Fold in onto themselves <laughs> No 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 They need to stay apart That's what they need they can, Same matter can't occupy The same space Less than no. Okay you're spiralling <laughs> Pull up Pull up <laughs> Either way Great nickname So, uh, Bagels <laughs> Bagels uh, yeah, Bagels is fantastic. I, he's slightly more of a pencil pusher in this one than he has been in prior serials. Sets up lots of meetings. It's good. He's, he's you know he's moving up in the world. Was he a brigadier the last time we saw him? He wasn't. He, I think.
0: I want to say he was, but oh, maybe he was. I think that was part of the. Oh, he was a brigadier the second time. Second the first time, time he was he like he was captain. A brigadier in invasion, I think. Okay. And he, you know, General Scooby. Yeah. Oh um, no, General Mustachio was awful. Yeah, he was terrible. I did quite like the scene where he meets himself at the door, and then, as a quite clearly decorated general of many a campaign, he just presumably stands there. the Second World
1: War, which is like, oh my god, it's like he just freezes, lets the thing in, <laughs> goes, oh well, isn't this amazing? Oh, wait, what?
0: <laughs> well, no, no, he's also very scared, and it's kind of like if there's ever anyone that's going to be scared, it's probably not that fucking dude. Do you think so? I mean, like I said, look at the medals on his chest. He probably fought a few campaigns in the Second World War. Sure. You know, he might have something to say about it. I'm sure he's faced some of the
1: world's evils already. Looking at you, Nazi Empire. (laughs) Okay, complete tangent There's a line that said by the Sorry, jumping back a little bit To the autumns, or possibly the facsimiles Specifically, uh, there's a line Which JD uttered On this very same podcast A number of times, and I never got it JD, I haven't heard That name in years (laughs) Hi, JD, by the way. <laughs> Hi. He said, on more than one occasion, he went, destroy, destroy, total destruction. And I never got that as a reference. Uh, now I do. Twice. <laughs> twice. Twice. Twice twice in this, yeah. I like it, because it's kind of like, you're there, boom, now I'm a genie. Now you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must have left the tent. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> I dream of genie tents up. Just as granting wishes all over the place and being all sexy is really... That tent scene is... Baffling to me Why do any of those things Yeah, Why do they bring the Okay so first of all it's wonderful when they bring What's his chops to the tent And he's super frightened and they like feed him tea And he's just like (laughs) He can't even speak with the unit soldiers It's wonderful But then why is what's his chops allowed an audience With the brigadier and B, I think this is what might complete the, the line that I read to you before you press record. That makes no sense. Uh, I think this is what it refers to. Why does the Brigadier. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: stop there. Read the note out in its entirety to podcast land.
1: Okay, this is a note from my phone. <laughs> Why the shit would then dig, bring Doc, sexy McNerd face, and ransom? <laughs> <laughs> I like that and ransom. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you predictive texting So the uh, I think what this refers to Is Why does the brigadier Bring the doctor And As in my notes Sexy and McNerd face i.e. Uh, what's her face Liz Shaw Oh god <laughs> Dr. Liz Shore. Doctor Liz Shaw Doctor Liz <laughs> Shaw Why does he bring Doctor Liz Shaw And the doctor To the tent To speak with Ransom must be the name Of what's his job Why They were on their way To the factory at that point um, Do you remember this
0: Maybe he alerted Maybe there are some off stuff stuff where he alerted people to say, don't go there, it's crazy, there's, you know, plastic men firing guns out of their hands. <laughs> I, I don't know. I quite liked the escape from the... Fa- what Sorry, I didn't total tangent. I though, forget just... what that fucking yeah. dude's name is. Which um, dude? The dude that worked there, lived in New York, came back, got fired. Isn't that Hibbert? No, Hibbert is the guy that fires oh,
1: him. Oh, uh, no, it's not Scorby. Scorby's the general. <laughs> Oh, shit. So we've got
0: Channing Tatum, yeah. who is a nesting... Something, first, right? facsimile. Then there's Hibbert, who is controlled. He's, he's got something on the exactly. back of his neck, right? He's been
1: brainwashed. Yeah. And then Has he got something on the back of his neck? He keeps, like, oh, touching the back of his head. His I think that's just like, oh, that's where my brain is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: cool, okay, let's just move on. <laughs> and then there's third guy who comes back and says, yes. why have you replaced everyone? Exactly, what yeah, are yeah. you doing? And gets the guy fired. You should, yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Now, the guy
1: who who's asking too many questions. Now, if my employer isn't that, presume, what's his chops? That's ransom. Is that his fucking name? Isn't that his name? Cards.
0: It's got to be a cast here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, do the thing.
1: <laughs> Can't be his name. I bet you it's uh, it's either that or whatever the iPhone who's changes. Seely? What you're making this up? Who's Sealy?
0: Mullins, Captain Monroe, Doctor Henderson, Nurse Corporal for something or other, Skin Officer. Technician.
1: Wagstaff? Wagstaff. Second reporter. <laughs> That's Who a are great those people. <laughs> Wagstaff is uh, one of my new favorite names. <laughs> <laughs> Corporal Wagstaff. <laughs> Who's Sealy? <laughs> I don't know. Find the thing. What are we talking about? I don't know.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay, well let's so that guy, that guy. Let's call him What's guy. His Chops. <laughs> what's his chops? Ransom Sealy. <laughs> yeah. Wagstaff. Um, yeah. What
1: fine. about him? What about him? I'm just
0: saying... The guy who gets
1: evaporated in the tent. No, yeah, yeah. That is him, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I've just been
0: fired. After a lengthy service in New York, I come back to Oxford and my employer fires me.
1: Yeah. You're going to break into your old... To see what's going on. No, I'm like... Fuck
0: you! Give me my severance. I'm out of this bitch. No, but he's I'm not gonna getting. Start-
1: he's not getting paid. He's not getting a golden parachute. He's basically just being cut out of uh, out of the loop entirely. After he and what's his face Hibbert had like the this idea that would revolutionise the puppet industry.
0: I would still give a <laughs> shit. I would still be like fuck y'all. Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna start writing that novel I've always talked about.
1: Okay, but- so what about it, this? Isn't is this just a coincidence that they have set up shop in a children's puppet factory? Is that a coincidence? Because the plastic isn't the same, the autons clearly aren't built in the same way, and also, why is this puppet factory not... furnishing Madame Tussauds with, like, okay, so wax they're not... statues? Firstly,
0: not puppets. Dolls. Dolls. dolls, 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 dolls. Okay, yeah, they sorry. do. You know those creepy dolls with the eyes closed. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we even oh. get to see the scene oh. where they manufacture them.
1: Ugh, gross. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Keeping all
0: of that. Really bad this is an adult rating. I <laughs> No, no, I'm perfectly fine with that as an idea. If if what you need is a cover, what I don't really understand. Wait, why do
1: you need that specific? Why aren't they like in the you know on the back of a bakery or? Well, because you need the plastic cover. Yeah, dildo oh. factory. Wait, they don't need plant. It's a
0: completely different kind. Th- yeah, but you need someone to, with an untrained eye, look at that and go, "Oh, that's plastic,
1: cool." Oh, so wait. So if they what have autons just standing around, people are going to go, "Oh, I bet they make mannequins." Maybe, but what I idea? don't. Yeah, I guess so. What I don't understand here. here it's threefold. Okay.
0: Um. So, Madame Two Swords is is prevalent on the idea. So, that, a wax, wax museum. Wax museum. A wax. Uh, Not uh, plastic a wax museum. museum. But I'll take the idea that they experimented something. new doing. Yeah. <laughs> Okay I don't understand Is why do you need A decorated Four star general To come and inspect Your baby doll facility
1: And oh. Madame Sword? Fucking Okay depository. He doesn't go there like Oh well I need to See the state of this uh, This nation's dolls He goes there to see What his replica looks like Or possibly I to about make that. A casting of his Which, face
0: Again that, with that That at the time Again led me to be like Who is this Is this Charles Montgomery George S. Patton Eisenhower Who the fuck is he this guy He must be
1: at that level Must be Otherwise People would go to Madame Tussauds and go I don't know who that guy is I
0: gotta tell you People didn't give a shit at the time For those like You know Four star generals That I just mentioned On the other hand You know what
1: oh. Didn't they even Wasn't there a throwaway line In which From Liz Shaw I think When Liz and uh, The Docmeister Are in Madame Tussauds Yeah Doesn't she say something like why is it just like governmental middle management? She in says, no, no.
0: First, she says, oh, they're all civil servants. I recognize some of these people, high ranking civil servants. And ra- okay, she does say high ranking. Okay, but, but they're still. all governmental. Where are the astronauts? Where are the other people of note? I was like, Madame Tussauds is more than just one room, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Madame Tussauds is way more than. Is, is. If you can give me. If there's one civil servant
1: <laughs> in Madame Tussauds. <laughs> Just one. (laughs) But that's my point. Maybe, I mean, the Nestine have been doing this, right? They're running. You know what? This is it. Okay, hang on. I just Sherlocked it. Check this out. (laughs) Madame to Swords. No one needs that as a verb. (laughs) Madame to Swords is like, I know our reputation rests on us having wax statues. We're going to branch out. Fuck that shit. It's a new dawn. It's a new age. (laughs) We're going to have plastic replicas now. Who better to do that? Doll factory. Great. Cool. Then they get infiltrated by the Nestine. And the Nestine, slowly but surely, have now. They're running. They are Madame Tussaud. Madame Tussaud. Is Madame- Nestine consciousness? Yes. Yeah, no. Madame Tussaud. Madame, like, uh, Mildred. To sword is w- walking around. <laughs> it's the most French name I could think of at the time. Mil- <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of old people's names. Okay, fine. <laughs> Agatha to sword is walking around. It's like, I'm a Nestine. I can do whatever I want with this museum. I'm going to populate it with who makes sense for my military conquest strategy. Yes. I feel like ticket sales might suffer. Plummets. Um, uh, clearly not, because that place But was, also,
0: business was a booming. Dr. Le Shaw was like, Where are the astronauts? Like, how? Out- how many astronauts Britain had in the s- 70s? Oh, 70s? Mountainebleau
1: isn't just, just British though. That's true. But that one was. They would have had Gagarin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yuri
0: Gagarin. <laughs> and then dudes on the moon. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 No, no. Well, but the—I mean—the the other sort of point
1: was why didn't someone go? Where are the Beatles?
0: What? should yeah. we do? The Beatles? Yeah, should, should we, we do, do any one we
1: recognise? By no. the way, that would have made th- that's a great reference actually because the Beatles continuously wanted to be on Doctor Who and continually attempted to be on Doctor Who. Is that right? Yeah, and they featured twice. Once they featured in. Uh, oh, hang on. Oh, it's it's not going to be it again, is it? <sighs> The chase in which <laughs> God damn it. the fucking Beatles in the chase. Yeah, which so ones? There's a scene in which Hartnell turns a knob <laughs> on his. Space-time visualizer And he comes up with a Beatles gig Top of the Pops Awesome Yeah And then What were they playing? Can't remember Paperback writer? No, I don't know Oh, wait They play paperback writer In the second one In which we don't see them They're heard on the radio In the faceless ones, I think Hmm. In a bar we hear paperback writer I mean, they, want, they really wanted to be on the show They desperately wanted to be on the show Because they were huge fans You're right, this is where they could have done it They could have played They us. could have pretended to be wax statues of themselves That is taking a clear mm. half point off this episode Yeah That would have been so much cooler Anyway Fuck Okay Okay, uh, I have another question for you About the whole copying the general thing So in my notes I've got this Did they really need to copy the general to take a phone call? No, they could have done it like Terminator 2 Yeah, isn't that kind of what he does though? I mean at one point he's leading unit soldiers But he's only leading unit soldiers When they're on the defence Yeah, although he's not actually He's using
0: regular army soldiers Oh right, okay, fine Also at one point, the Brigadier this is completely tangent uh, when, just When the Autons um, the are going batshit crazy
1: And literally yeah. murdering everyone
0: Which by the way
1: Was chilling as fuck Oh god yes I There were so sleep. many There were so many scenes In this serial That were not child friendly
0: I mean that, were, that was like Okay we're just gonna murder everyone All these people That just to bust up I'm Glad you've lined up for me Yeah
1: no. Okay compare that scene With the equivalent scene In Rose Eccleston's oh, yeah. first episode not This even a, wins hands down Not even a fucking This is a, so much better that fucking Bobby,
0: which again, another thing that struck me in yeah. the 70s, why the Bobbies have to wear just like dress shoes? Like, it's just <laughs> not conducive for running. Anyway, um, yeah, so everyone's fucking dying. Yeah. I've I forgotten where I'm going with this. Hold on. <laughs> oh, Brigadier <laughs> Left Troop Chip. Right, yeah. Bingo Bongo. So he, he gets murdered <laughs> left and he takes a phone call. He's like, well, call the
1: policeman. Or call the army. That's, that's you. That's, that's well, you. Well, hang on. Your unit. You are a branch of the army that deals specifically in this kind of nonsense. That's you, motherfucker. Yeah. Go out now. Yeah. <laughs> Do your job. Yeah. Bagels. Damn bagels. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we haven't really talked about the two b plots. Go. Uh, one of them is the Doctor. I mean, the doctor regains consciousness. He steals clothes. He steals a car. He just kind of bumbles around. Wheelchair chase was awesome. That was so great (laughs) when he's got tape over his mouth and everything. It's fantastic. Reminded me of something I saw quite recently. I can't remember. I can't really place it, but it definitely struck a chord. I was like, "Oh wait, hang on, that was copied recently." In some definitely something. seen that porno. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the end of this serial. <laughs> but the uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we've got that B B story, and then we've got another B plot with the the misogynists country bumpkin the poacher who steals oh, yeah. one of the auton balls and um, like, clearly beats his wife and just keeps an auton gonad in his shed and he does this thing twice where he says "Where like is there a reward for this
0: so you know what it is when well, you no. said that i didn't say that did i yeah i said that <laughs> like,
1: like get the fuck out of my tent yeah uh, <laughs> either well what are you yeah what are you gonna do how are you gonna earn this reward yeah. i mean he clearly he has lost from the get-go yeah but I mean, he has a significant amount of screen time. So I thought there would be more plot
0: to him. Yeah. I thought he'd be like, I don't know. He'd be an auton. And the poor maybe, wife. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But his entire contribution was always just like, well, I ain't said that, did I? Maybe I know where Ronnie's space squaffles are, <laughs> but I ain't fucking telling. He
1: also has quite a lot of, maybe some food, woman. And uh... yeah. they're always yapping. Yeah. <laughs> Happy now? I can't do the accent. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, you're bad at it. I'm going
0: to do the rest of this podcast a little bit like this. Oh, God. I oh. shan't. Um, now. <laughs> <laughs> the the scene where old lady farmer lady shoots him with a shotgun shoots the yeah the the and got me thinking so shotguns fire out fuck of pellets right like you know he sort of explodes and yeah they okay. never get this right though yeah no, that's fine I'm I'm fine with that but and and, and all, the, all the unit soldiers firing. A hail of bullets on these Autons, and they're indestructible. Or well, they—they're they're not. Mm-hmm. So plastic <laughs> shatters, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it might not fucking die because it's not imbued with life, mm.
1: but it does shatter. But that's another break. thing. That's a, yeah. So that's another thing. It's clearly not made of. I mean, it's an alien. They
0: do say thing. that they, In fact, they absolutely say This isn't plastic This is some
1: Oh, they say that
0: even Yeah, they, they right. say it's not full of In fact, before they get into the TARDIS I think they're trying to say You know, this isn't This is full Oh no, maybe that's a I think that's, that's when they Yeah, you know?
1: I think that's when they're looking at Like the there's There's one gonad that's broken And he goes like Well, this clearly was spherical one of, Once upon a yeah. time Like most gonads And uh, yeah, he refers to it as plastic not a meteorite, some sort of alien plastic. But that's not what the Autons are made of. Oh wait, or oh, are they? No, I'm pretty sure they're fucking plastic. I don't know. Ugh, I feel like they've changed something in the way that. Oh wait, hang on. Here's another. Th- oh wait, okay. So check this out. The the scene that we talked about just a moment ago, where the Autons are going down the street, just Sylvester Stalloneing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> The one person
0: that's owned a gun in history According to
1: Bonkin, Yeah, (laughs) it's Cobra Cabretti all over the place (laughs) Left, right and (laughs) centre So, were they just Okay, serious question Serious question, dude, take this seriously (laughs) 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 Were they just mannequins Or were they Auton robots That had been placed in windows Just in case (laughs) Second one Right, okay, so it's not like in New Who then Then they've definitely changed the the story, the the nature of Autons. I feel like I made the call too quickly. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't really know that for a fact. That just feels right. But, okay, so imagine that a regular mannequin is... Oh, wait, hang on, so here's another thing. They've all got the handgun. They've all got the handgun. Yeah, so they're not... They're not mannequins. They are... Agents. Fuck. I, I, they're moles. Yeah, exactly. Like, Sleeper cells. They're un- that's exactly what they are. Stop saying stuff. <laughs> 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 that's, so, that's like my function here. <laughs> <laughs> that the that that to me also insinuates that. Oh, you know what? I'm just gonna g- go all the way back to the whole nesting consciousness plot. Makes no sense to me. It's real thin Yeah.
0: But Autons are cool Autons are and great Handgun thing is fucking Fantastic.
1: cool Fantastic but, Yeah
0: um, But Channing Tatum was pretty good Which one was Channing Tatum again? Channing oh Tatum Sweaty was, Old Man yeah, yeah
1: Yeah Sweaty Old Man's great And all the Yule Brenners <laughs> Each one of them Were good in their own way My favourite Sweaty Old Man moment By the way Is when he's standing In the phone booth In the hospital Not making a phone call For <laughs> the longest time That is my favourite Sweaty Old Man moment <laughs> Anyway, he's running a factory, but he's also just standing around phone booths in the hospital in Epping. Got it. Yeah, why not? Why? Oh, the balls.
0: Epping High Street was the coolest, like, fucking scene ever. They're like... Is that man? the Auton one? Yeah, w- those actors and actresses were great at standing still for an incredibly long
1: time And then being <laughs> menacing as shit Yeah, so much better than the new ones So, so, so much better. better And it's so very obvious as well I mean, more obvious than than I think it was to me at the time of watching the Eccleston episode That in the Eccleston episode, it, in the reboot I mean, in their minds, I'm sure it was an homage But they clearly ripped it off mm. And they did so very poorly
0: Yeah, yeah, no, Absolutely Those were fucking terrifying
1: Okay, different question Mm. Actually, if we return to the other B-plot So the Doctor, he has... For the longest time, he's just doing his own shtick He has no bearing on the plot whatsoever He's just kind of getting used to his new body So he comes out, he's got tan lines (laughs) 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 A huge chunk of his storyline is that he wants to escape He wants to get back to his TARDIS and he wants to leave And the TARDIS doesn't work Two questions First off, what did you think of... The key to the TARDIS having a metabolism detector. I almost text you out of fucking just sheer what? That's not a thing. Metabolism what? No, I, I thought that was ingenious. I feel like that's what Judge Dredd copied with the lawmaker—the gun that can only be used by this a judge. A metabolism thing. No, no, that not metab- doesn't make tab- any th- fucking sense. No, but it's like, oh wait, hang on. Do you have two hearts? And also, how quickly do you metabolize? I don't know, Gallifreyan ice cream. Whatever. I don't know, man. I don't know. Must that, be very I, radically I, I just different. I was thinking right? the word
0: metabolism was a stupid fucking thing to say.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm not a scientist, but hey, the doctor has one cigarette one day, and all of a sudden, comes the, the lawmaker. Was way cooler. Bing bong. Judge Dredd's gun was actually called the Law Giver, not the Lawmaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bing bong. Well, with the DNA thing? so much cooler. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Gren- grenade. 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 Yeah. Double <laughs> whammy. Yes. We're clearly both weirdly thinking of the Sylvester Stallone version. <laughs> the better version. <laughs> what better than Dredd? I mean. <laughs> It's it was, definitely it more great. watchable, isn't it? More yeah. rewatchable. Eat anyway. Recycled food. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's good for the environment and okay for you. Why is that so good? <laughs> so good. Anyway, I love it out. Anyway, I really enjoyed the metabolism detector I think you're right They d- maybe didn't think that one through very much But the fact that, that there is something there That checks who's trying to open the door Super that, clever, I That think.
0: goes away in New Who
1: It does, doesn't
0: it? You're right Got a key, will travel
1: You're right Lots of, I mean, people steal the TARDIS He gives keys willy-nilly to, uh, to companions Yeah, yeah Alright, cool uh, Another thing about it, <laughs> Pertwee, by the way In my notes I've written, he steals clothes Has a tan line and a tattoo It's a tattoo? Yeah, John Pertwee had a tattoo Of what? I I it. couldn't tell I just I think it's on, on the forearm It I suspect that he was in the army And oh. maybe had a, I mean, I, I suspect It felt, I got, you know, Sean Connery vibes Where he's got his um, S.A.S. Tattoo, oh, really? even though he's James Bond And shouldn't have one, but he has an SAS tattoo Is it the SAS? Uh, Sean Connery has two tattoos, he has one from the SAS Which is the, what's it called? Uh, the special uh, No, no, it, yeah, yeah, but I mean they have a motto What is it? Um, it's uh, oh, shit. he who dares wins or some shit like that Something like that, yeah uh, And the other one, <laughs> he's got another tattoo That says, for my mum Fair. Bing bong, actually they say Scotland Forever and mum and dad But he did get them when he joined the Navy So, um, (laughs) I may have heard the slightly inflated version of that anecdote Alright, back to the show, bing bong Yeah, super 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 cool (laughs) Such a dude Anyway He's also misogynist, so let's not smile at him so much Let's not Yeah (laughs) Anything else you want to bring up here? Oh, I got one more!
0: Make that the last one
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay This might just be a writing flub But the Doctor knows that the Autons are called Autons And this is clearly the first time he's ever encountered them Why is it clearly the first time he's ever encountered them? I mean, he does this thorough analysis He never goes, well, this is clearly an Auton ball you know, he has to try it out because there's some, there's the some kind of intelligence. New, but maybe the Autons aren't,
0: because apparently they've been colonizing things for a thousand million years.
1: No, I guess that does make sense. Stupid. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Wait, hang on. I do we should like say a thousand, a
0: thousand million is an American billion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Random notes in the lab in episode two Miss Shaw. Is using an actual Pint glass As a beaker Fucking right she is <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Dr. sure, Ain't fucking about With her fluids
0: <laughs> I would say not How wank was the like Fucking Electro Shocker Nonsense thing Oh that's what
1: I wanted To bring up actually Ultrawank Oh I was gonna I, w- I wanted to bring it up Because it, it reminded me Of something That we've seen before In an episode that, that or in a serial That you and I have reviewed In which Oh which one was it Was it Seeds of Death Doesn't Troughton Build a machine That it looks like He's walking around With two huge hooters It's like well basically He's walking around With two like Satellite dishes And he points them At mm, Ice yeah, Warriors right. I think so And it also also necessitated like a power pack. I can't remember if he carried it himself in Seeds of Death. I don't think so. I feel like he got the girl to carry the power pack while he pointed it mm. at at things. And in this one, very similar setup, he yeah. gets Liz Shaw to carry the power pack, and it he's blasting Autons. Ultra wank. actually. Yeah on ultra wank ultra wank i liked it i liked it i bad wine you know titled your own opinion even though it's completely wrong super cool super cool all right shall we jump into super quick ratings and now it is time to rate this did we laugh or hate this bing bong bing boom. hey la 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 ratings go for it this was a
0: cool first foray i'm excited to see where pertwee takes this i'm Excited to see more of Unit. I'm a little upset that we won't be darting around the universe. And that it kinda of bothers me. But equally I think we could we could probably give a couple of serials to, you know, terrestrial terrors. Uh so I'm gonna give this a clear three point seven. Three
1: point seven. Mm. Nice one. Just a quick response to what you just said there. I don't think it's just a, a couple of episodes or a couple of serials I think it's like the whole first season Well, we'll get to that I would have said it would have been 4.2 if uh, there had been some Beatles <laughs> Nice Okay, dokie, I'm going slightly higher than you I thought this was a fantastic introduction to a new Doctor and I don't know if it's all pertwee or if it's the sudden change to color or if it's the fact that we don't need to sit and watch a 10 episode arc. We've got a very nicely condensed four episodes, which works. So well. Oh, so well. So well, right? Especially after the last one that we did <laughs> The War Games. Three and a half hours. Exactly. And then all of a sudden, boom, four episodes. It just felt so much more dynamic and so much just punchier. That being said, by the way, I will ham fist a bit of trivia into this. The season is way, way shorter. So the last season, of the standard season. Hitherto has been forty to forty-five episodes. This one is twenty-six episodes. Hmm. Super short, right? Yeah. So presumably, this is the kind of tempo that we can look forward to. That would be good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to breeze through Pedweed. It sounds like it'll be much shorter than your review. Uh, ah, thank you uh, for everything else that I think of this. Uh, please re-listen to this episode, unit, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Alien plot makes no sense. I'm giving this a 4.0 though because I found it immensely rewatchable. Bingo bongo. Listener minis. We have a metric nut ton of listener minis, which might mean that we might have to squeeze them all. Very sorry. Yeah, these are severely expurgated.
0: Yeah, <laughs> super truncated. Definitely go to Who Back When to read the entirety.
1: Please do. Let's start off with Trenton Bless. Hello, Trenton. What up, (laughs) T-Dog? Trenton says... The production sparkles Bernard Lodge's fabulous Diamond pattern title sequence Was aimed to dazzle The few Brits Who'd invested in colour television sets The Doctor looks great In his ruffled shirt And red-lined cloak A collaboration between Pertwee and designer Christine Rawlins Dandies were everywhere In late 60s pop culture The only disappointment Is the lacklustre Representation of the nestine
0: Its cellophane sphincter Twitching behind perspective Is decidedly peculiar And later <laughs> The sight of rubber tentacles Strangling a bog eyed Pertwee always warrants a snigger. 4.0 out of 5. Wow. Yep. Not the only time a perspex sphincter has worked its way into Listener Minis.
1: <laughs> or this living room. <laughs> Good note about the uh, intro, the title sequence. We didn't talk about this. It's gorgeous It's the first time that we get to see it in colour And it looks absolutely spectacular I mean, compare that to seeing it in colour in New Who This is so much better, I think Thank you so much, Trenton People can follow him on Twitter Do so, he is at TrentonBless And uh, also, quick plug Trenton has a YouTube channel full of Whovian goodness Uh, Just go to YouTube and search for Wrestlemania 489 Bingo bongo There have been that many Wrestlemania? Okie dokie, the next one comes from Paul Forber. Hello, Paul. What's up, (laughs) P-Dog? Is that your new new thing now? Just this episode. (laughs) Everyone gets a rapper name? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it's all dogs and your first initial. (laughs) Okie dokie, Paul goes... This serial was shot on film For the first time, in colour as the Lead actor, as well as the regular And supporting cast, all changed John Pertwee became known for portraying The Doctor seriously, but his first Two episodes were marked by physical Comedy. The Brigadier, who was later Frequently used for comic relief in this Story, like Unit, was notably Competent and professional. This characterization May be due to the influence of Former script editor Derek Sherwin Who created Unit. He also put The Doctor's Banishment into
0: place and gave him leash sure a scientist with whom he could discuss problems instead of having to constantly explain their details. Future producer Barry Letts took this setup, to tweaking and expanding it into one of the most fondly remembered areas of Doctor Who. This five year run of serials began with this enjoyable story when introducing the Autons, the
1: Nestines and a new colourful Doctor. Awesome and as per usual Paul has not given this a rating. Paul! I, I mean I am genuinely curious <laughs> I, I need a numerical value otherwise I can't sleep at night. Uh, but thank you so much for sending this in. As per usual he sent in a, a a magnificent Maxi review, so please do go to whobackwen.com and check it out in its full splendor. In the meantime you can also high five him online. He is at Wordsmith Paul. Thanks Paul. Next up we've got Steven 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 Steven. What's up S dog? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pertwee is a charmer as the Doctor a suave gentleman very unlike his predecessors he's also a bit of a dick at times which I know Ponkin will like oh yes he (laughs) knows me very well Stephen does (laughs) I have only ever seen about half of the Liz Shaw stories but I always appreciate seeing a companion who's competent at what they do so that wins me over with her for
1: the serial itself Stephen continues I feel compelled to give props to whoever did the makeup particularly for the Auton copies like the fake general or that secretary in episode one they had a plastic nest to their Faces and expressions that I thought was a good touch and sold the plastic double angle nicely. I'm giving a rating of 3.9 for Spearhead (gasps) in Space,
0: losing a decimal or two Uh simply for a thousand million.
1: (laughs) Vindicated. Smashed it, S
0: Dog.
1: (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Really good mini, again, this is but part of it. S Gamer is on Twitter. I bet. Every single member of Podcast Land is already following him. But if, if for some reason there's someone out there who isn't yet, please do. He is at SGamer82. That's 82, the number. Next up, we have a newbie, John Roby. Hello, John. Welcome, uh, welcome to the club. John Bon Roby. <laughs> oh, oh! Johnny Robes. <laughs> J Dog. <laughs> Actually, I, I think John Bon Jovi is the best one. <laughs> John Bon Jovi.
0: You've probably never heard that, John. I'm sorry if that has a horrible connotation for you. We love
1: John Bon Jovi, and by extension, love you. <laughs> well, John has included, in addition to uh, a mini, he's included a couple of bullet point lists. One is the good, and the other is the less good. Let's uh, blitz through these, shall we? The good. we, though, what was up with that shower scene? The Brigadier and Unit. The Shifty Poacher and his shrewish wife. The wheelchair escape was hilarious and even if Bertree hated it. The autumn's design is extremely simple and extremely creepy. It hits the Uncanny Valley even more effectively than the who autumns from Rose. The visuals, beyond just being beautiful in colour, the camera
0: work is much more dynamic, even though going handheld in a couple of scenes, the serial just...
1: Looks great Nice one And then the less good The army shoots the doctor For trying to escape From a hospital But later Are happy to let him As far as they know Kill General Scorby With a weird device
0: Lee Shaw is over the top Acerbic Though if I were an Attractive female scientist In 1970 I'd probably be pretty Over dealing with men And their bullshit too Fair Yeah,
1: Uh, Two episodes where nothing happens except a poacher arguing with his wife
0: The perfect form to conquer the earth (laughs) What the Nestines evolved was a plastic sphincter,
1: what the fuck Again with the sphincters (laughs) I seem like we were all on the same page with this one (laughs) Uh, Quibbles aside, he says I loved this serial Final score, 7.6 out of 10 and I'm not great at math, so that makes it, what, 3.8 out of 5? 3.8. <laughs> you can high-five John on Twitter as well. I know I will be after this review. He is at Roby underscore 1970. Hot damn. Yeah. Thank you, John. Bingo bongo. <laughs> We've got one more. This one comes from <laughs> Chris Z. Chris Zarella, the man who invented... Bagel. Whoa, 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 That sounds like he invented bagel. <laughs> <laughs> he, invented, he coined. So Chris was a baker. <laughs> and he needed a way to wrap thought, bread around his fingers. And he thought, instead
0: of baking, <laughs> let's boil this. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was the genius that coined. Progenator. Bagel. Is that a word? He, yeah, why not?
1: I don't think so. Mm. Progenitor? I feel like I'm missing a syllable somewhere (laughs) Drew would help this shit out (laughs) Bing bong Progenitor Bing bong But yeah, he he coined uh, Brigadier Alistair Gordon Lethbridge-Stewart He calls him Bagel I feel like it's Bagels No, Bagel Bagel the Stewart. Right, what about the Stewart man? Well, Chris
0: gets to say whatever the fuck he That's likes. That's
1: true. Well, I think Chris gets the credit for this, regardless. Sea uh, dog, <laughs>
0: <laughs> which sounds like a dog that goes out to sea, like
1: like a like a type yeah. of fish. Yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> sea dog. Isn't a sea dog just the the opposite of a landlubber? That's true. An old salty sea dog. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> Chris Zarella goes first impressions. The third doctor is an arsehole, and arrogant, and lacks empathy. He treats Dr. Liz Shaw like shit, calls
0: her Miz when she's a doctor and deserves that title and cuts her off when she's telling Bagel
1: what was going on in episode four. If it wasn't for the twin dilemma with Colin Baker, I'd call this the worst introduction to a doctor. I miss Trampton. Oh, very interesting. Enough complaining.
0: This serial is fairly good. We get more Time Lord lore. Say that three times fast. He has two, <laughs> he has two hearts, weird blood, and sometimes he, the regeneration goes funky and he needs to pass out for a while. This creates the trope of, of MDs not knowing what to do with him. He also gets the trope of the Doctor looking at himself in a mirror After regeneration hmm.
1: And uh, Story gets a 3.8 The third Doctor gets a 2.0 For being an ass I average it as 2.9 And throw in an extra point For the production team having Doc and Shaw A.K.A. DS hiding in episode 4 Behind a curtain instead of ward hiding As we've come to expect Total 3.0 Also excellent use of the of the term Vaud hiding Well done Chris You Get a (laughs) (laughs) 5.0 Unfortunately, Chris is not on Twitter But you can high-five him if you meet him (laughs) High-five everyone you meet Until you get to Chris (laughs) (laughs) I think that's how it works Bing Bong, Future Ponkin here We received another couple of mini-reviews One or two weeks When did we record this review? I can't remember I think about two weeks ago Anyway, we received some after that fact And as I've just finished editing And I'm about to drop this episode today I figured, why not include them here as well Going forward, though, I will say we do tend to drop episodes on Sundays. We're not very good at announcing in advance which episode we're dropping when, but we'll try to get better at that. We drop episodes on Sundays, and I think henceforth we're probably going to have like a a week ahead of that as the deadline for Listener Minis. Okie dokie, here we go. So first off, this one comes from Grant. Grant! (laughs) Grant goes, Hi guys, long-time lurker, first-time reviewer breaking his usual habit of posting after a podcast is released. So, yeah, speared from space. The TARDIS somehow transports the Doctor into the X-Files for the next couple of years, a fantastic opener with a great new Doctor, Who has instant chemistry with his new companions The Brigadier and Liz Shaw Anyway, a few bits of obscure trivia of no relevance whatsoever (laughs) Great, I'm looking forward to this one If you look closely when the Doctor is taking a shower You can see a tattoo of a snake on John Pertwee's forearm This is the result of a drunken misadventure Pertwee had During his time in the Navy during the Second World War Which led to him waking up very hungover with a tattoo he had no memory of getting Wow, (laughs) amazing, okay (laughs) Speaking of the shower scene, the doctor can be heard humming La Donna Immobile from Rigoletto by Verdi. Interestingly, the eleventh doctor hums the same song whilst taking a shower in the lodger. What? No way. That is that's fantastic. <laughs> okay, I'm really looking forward to, to getting to that. Grant goes on, this is also the first serial to mention that the doctor has two hearts, correct Amundo. Anyway, this story is a cracking opener and a real favourite of mine, and he gives it ten out of ten, which translates. To a five out of five for us. Saying lots of love, Grant, a.k.a. Rudolph. Sure, why not? Thank you very much, Grant slash Rudolph. Awesome mini review. And next up, this one actually came in just yesterday. Uh, this one's from Alan Trussler, and Buccaneer. Whoa, a long time no see, Alan. Hope all is well. Alan goes, dear Pongan and Co., Mini. Spearhead from Space is still one of my favourite Who stories ever, and it's easily the best first story for any classic Doctor. I mean, Power of the Daleks is great, but does it have John Pertwee in a high-speed wheelchair, Chase? (laughs) I thought not. (laughs) That's a very fair point. Best thing about the episode, and it's a hard choice as everything is superb, has to be the chemistry between the Doctor and Liz, one of the best companion Doctor duos, due in part here to Holmes's sparky dialogue. Shame they only had a season. The Autons are creepy, the Nastine is hilarious, (laughs) and the new Blu-ray looks gorgeous. I'd give it a 4.8 out of 5. And the Buccaneer himself says, uh, as a little PS, long time no speak. Still listening even if I can't contribute. Keep up the good work, chaps. Thank you very much. It's very reassuring to know that you're still out there somewhere, Alan. Awesome. Thanks for sending this in. Really nice to see that there's a bit of overlap in in opinions here. Grant and Alan both tackling the chemistry. Awesome stuff. Okie dokie. I'm going to let you find people of podcast land, jump back to the show now. Ciao, ciao. I mean... Bing bong. Thank you so much for listening to this review. Next review we're dropping is going to be a new review that's going to be The Unicorn and the Wasp. Nice one. After that, we're going to go back to Classic Who with Doctor Who and the Silurians. How do you feel about a title having Doctor Who in it?
0: So that bugs me out. And B, this is a great example of what I was talking about earlier, where it just completely fucking blows its load. Yeah. Way early. Yeah. There is a middle ground
1: (laughs) Either way We look forward to reviewing Both of those episodes Slash serials Uh, People can follow you on Twitter Can they not? Can At Nicolayli Fantastic It's mostly just being
0: sad about Trump
1: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) You can follow me as well I'm at Ponkin. You know how to spell that Thank you so much for listening Be rad and excellent to each other Catch you in the next one Rock on And cha-chao Bye did you enjoy the show? Then please do what the cosmos compels you to And spread the gospel of Who Back When Tell your friends Don't have any friends? No problemo Tell some strangers Like us on Facebook That's facebook.com Slash Who Back When All in one word Are you on Google Plus? Then find us on Google Plus That's plus Who Back When And when you do Tell us why you're on Google Plus Who Back When just got its very own Twitter account No lie So give us a follow You guessed it That's at Who Back When All in one word Check us out on SoundCloud, vote us up on Reddit, listen to us on Stitcher, and head on over to our website, whobackwhen.com, where you can leave a comment, submit a review of your own, and peruse our visual index of aliens, monsters, and more, which increases in kablamos with every episode. And lastly, give us a rating and review on iTunes. Not only would it make us super chuffed, and it really, really would, but as thanks, we will transmigrate your iTunes nom de plume into the credit list of trailers for fake Doctor Who audiobooks produced by Who Back When. Have a poke around our bonus episodes to make more sense of that. That's it. Rock on and be rad and excellent to each other. Catch your earballs in our next classic Who Review, New Who Review, or still funny, audio who review. Cha Ciao. Who back when?